You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Genesis 3, 4, when the devil said to Eve, thou shalt not surely die, those lying words were the foundation that opened the door for the law of sin and death to come onto the planet. And so sin and death and sickness are founded on the words of the devil. But the devil is a liar. Jesus said in John's gospel, he is a liar and the father of it. Isn't that right? Now sickness, all sickness is based then on a lie. And the devil told it in Genesis 3-4. Do you see where I'm headed? And if you can believe your symptoms, if you go by how you feel, by what you see, that's based upon a lie. Said, but my symptoms are real. So is Jesus. The sin that's got me bound, it's real. So is salvation. See what it means. Get this in your spirit. Oh, I feel something on this. And if you're not healed, sickness can lead to death. True. But healing, oh, watch out here. Healing is based on a truth. It is the truth of God's word. Satan uses words to bring sickness and death. God uses his word to bring healing and health. <laughs> Satan is seen as the one that messes you up in the word. But Jesus is seen as the one that fixes you up. And the Bible says in 1 John 3, 8, For this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of of the devil. Turn to your neighbor and say that devil's works are destroyed. Now, I don't know if I'll get all this done, but I want you to get this. There's three things that you need to understand about sickness and its origin to be healed. Number one, sickness is an oppression of the devil. And I got Bible for it. Turn to the book of Acts, the 10th chapter. Acts chapter 10 the word of God speaks in this 38th verse. Peter is preaching in the house of Cornelius and the anointing of the Holy Ghost comes on him. And when the Spirit of God comes on the apostle Peter, he begins to say this, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. What's good? To be anointed to heal. So God's word says healing is good and healing is God's anointing. Everybody say that. Healing is God's anointing. 
doing good. Say, God's going to do me good. And the Bible says that he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. The only ones that Jesus healed, the Bible said, were those that were oppressed of the devil. He didn't heal anybody else but those that were oppressed of the devil. And yet in verse after verse it says, and Jesus healed them all. Which lets us know that if he healed them all, and all that he healed were oppressed of the devil, then all sickness is an oppression of the devil. Are you still listening to me? Not only is sickness an oppression of the devil, but the Bible teaches us sickness is a binding spirit. You've got to be loose from your sickness if you're going to be healed. In Luke's gospel, there's a woman that goes to church, and the Bible says Jesus sees her in the synagogue, and he said, Behold, there is a woman which hath a spirit of infirmity. He sees her come into church. He said she's had a spirit of infirmity. He even knew how long. The Bible says 18 years. And she was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself. So she's crippled up. This binding spirit's in her joints and it's in her body and she's suffering. And Jesus sees her and he said she's bound by a spirit of infirmity. He knew what her condition was and he knew what caused it. But the Bible says that Jesus, when he saw her, he called her to himself and he said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And the Bible says he laid his hands on her. And when he did, the Bible says she immediately was made straight and glorified God. And what I'm telling you is if Jesus can get his hands on you, he'll straighten you up. Amen. He'll straighten me up. What the church needs in this final hour is the Lord Jesus to lay his hands on us one more time. I'm sick and tired of church programs that have no anointing. I'm tired of singing the same songs over and over, but there's no moving of the spirit. I'm tired of going to church like punching in at a factory and punching out. My soul is hungry for a genuine move of God. And like the psalmist of old, I declare, my soul doth magnify the Lord. I'm going to praise him till he shows up. I'm going to praise him until that binding spirit, that oppressing spirit, looses me and Jesus calls me to himself. I'm listening right now. I need his help. I need his touch. I need one more touch of the master's hand. How many of you need him to touch it? And I shout hallelujah. There's a woman here that I felt to pray for that I saw in church come. She was bound, and I told her, I said, you're bound by a spirit of infirmity. And I picked her up and prayed for her over in Albany. And here she sits. Come here just a minute, dear. She didn't know I was going to do this that night then. And uh, she wasn't quite sure I was going to do this tonight now. Isn't that right? Come here, Brother Chris. Get her picture. I might put this on the cover of the magazine. Amen. She's looking good tonight. Her husband's sitting right there. He got a big smile on his face. But tell the folks your name, first of all. Irene Morgan. Irene, you came over to the meeting in Albany, didn't you? Yes, I did. What was wrong with you and your body? I had, had been having problems with my back, and uh, my back would really hurt me, and it was in my lower back. And I didn't know what it was, and I didn't go to the doctor, but I just prayed. And I said, Jesus, if there's something wrong with me, and I don't know what it is, you'll heal me. So I came over to Albany with my girlfriend, Nadine Days. Right over there, Sister Days. She, she and I came over together. And um, when you started preaching, something in my spirit said, today is your day. 
And you called me out when you started ministering, and you said that, sister, you have two deteriorating discs in your back. And I didn't know you, did I? No, you didn't. You didn't tell anybody that when you came in, did you? No, I didn't because I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell my husband my back had been hurting. And my back had been hurting me for, I guess, about five or six months. But I just didn't tell anybody. I just prayed. And I called you out. Yes, you did. Though I didn't know you. No, you didn't. What did you think when God began to speak to you by the Spirit? I knew it was God speaking through you. And you said, well, today, sister, you're going to get two new discs. And I said, two new discs. And I closed my, my, closed my eyes and I said, thank you, Jesus. But when I opened my eyes, you had picked me up and my feet were dangling. I did. She's, I got to be anointed to do that. <laughs> and then you dropped me. And when you dropped me, I heard my back go, and something cracked in my back, and I felt my back pop, and the pain was gone. And instantly, the pain was gone. It was gone. And that was some months ago. Yeah, that was, that was right. It was in the spring of this year, and I haven't had a pain since. Here you are back all these months later, and you haven't had a pain since. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, give Jesus a hand. I knew you'd enjoy that testimony. You never know what God's going to do. But Jesus is here to touch you if you believe him. Come on, lift your hands and praise him again tonight. I tell you, I feel the spirit of God coming in here. When I lay hands on you tonight, it may not be two discs, but whatever your need is, God's going to meet your need. Come on, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and... I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls, and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.